Are we live? Yeah. We're going. Sweet. Way to start it. We should have been recording. We've just had a great chat for about <laughs> yeah, 40 we, minutes. Yeah, if, yeah. We record, oh, if we just recorded that whole combo, that would have just been it done. Yeah, it's always good to warm you up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome back, everyone, to episode 34. I've been informed that that's Charles Barkley's playing number from the NBA. If you don't know who Charles Barkley is, fair enough, because he's pretty old and washed up. <laughs> But um, yeah, as you can tell from my foreshadowing shirt, we have a very special guest on today, and it's not uh, Ben's dad, it's not my mum, it's someone way, way hotter, and not just one person, two, and they're our first international guest. They are. So they are. Uh, hailing all the way from Shepparton slash LA, <laughs> please welcome everyone, uh, X and Ivy, formerly known as Party Shirt. Woohoo! Thank Yo, you for having me. That's a fucking intro. That was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was just off the top. I've done a few of those. He's been stressing all week about that intro. Yeah. Yeah. He's got practicing <laughs> in the mirror. Huh? Yeah. Um, so just a bit about these fellas, if you haven't heard of them. They are not only good looking blokes and our good friends. Sharks. They are uh, unreal DJs and you should listen to their music. And also they are massive TikTokers. They way, are. way, way bigger than me and Ben. You, uh, you'd probably know them from Fact or Cat. Yeah. Which is, I feel like everybody who has social media knows that. Yeah. They saw it at a time, like Factor Cap. Yeah. Now, you know, we just sort of phase it out. But when <laughs> Factor Cap was pumping, it got like oh, 4 mate. billion views in three months. It's like you couldn't That's escape fuck. it, it for like fuck. 90 that days is there. Fuck. Imagine yeah. like, this, like if you had the creator fund. <laughs> well, we did. But well, it was wasn't the new like? one. <laughs> So the old one, right, they're paying like four cents every thousand views. Must be nice. We don't even have it. Well, we, we had that. <laughs> four cents every thousand views because now they got a new one where it's like 60 cents every thousand views, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Even when it was four cents every thousand views, I think our best month was like 30-something grand US. What so the fuck? If it was a new one, we would have made actual millions. That's yeah. that that's Now it's yeah. not. Because now it's like. It's you should just repost all of your old videos. That's what we're doing just on yeah. Snapchat. Yeah. 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 And they've made it to where it's you only get paid if the video's over a minute. Yeah. And before, you know, we weren't like structuring for that. So all our videos were under a minute. So even if we reposted and we wouldn't do much. Plus, people will be like, I've fucking seen this before. So first, just to address the name change for everyone, because yeah. I, when I first saw Party Shirt, like TikToks fucking back in the day, I was like, that's the best name of all time. So what's inspired the name change? That's, thank you oh, for that. Man. So this I mean, is a great story, yeah. We really have to take it back to why we called ourselves Party Shirt in the first place anyway, mm. right? Can so, I guess? Yeah. You guys made your TikTok account. You're like, what should we call it? And then you looked over and you see Ivy wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And you're like, that is such a good party shirt. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> long story short, yeah, that was. No, story. No, 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 no. Just ruin this. Just story. Yeah, yeah, let me tell the story. No, that was pretty much it. And then, so we had the name Party Shirt. And then, as we're getting, you know, like me and Ivy started the duo because we wanted to be, you know, house and techno music producer DJs. Mm. And the content thing we saw as an angle to promote the music, like Fisher did. Yeah. And so I'd come from a social media background and Ivy had done videos and stuff too. So we this wasn't like a foreign thing to us. Like yeah. we enjoy making videos. It's not mm. strictly promotional. But, you know, so we we created the socials for that. But, yeah, as you get in this house and techno thing, it's so fucking political. And I'm sure it's like any niche scene, like the comedy scene, you know, if you wanted to start doing stand-up, I'm probably mm. sure it's like very political and, you know, Ben Gerens was on this. He'll tell you about it. Like, there's, you know, all these little labels and it's all fucking scene. Big Pharma. You got to get the big good pharma. looks, you know. Yeah. And so Fact. pretty much we met with this manager who he's from London and he's he's in with the scene and he was like, look, Jamie Jones will never 
put out a song by a group named Party Shirt. <laughs> and at first I was like, you don't fucking know what you're talking about. Like if it's a hit song, it's a hit song and he's going to yeah. put it out, you know. The more I learned about the scene and the more we just sort of got into it, I was like, fucking hell, he's right. Why is that? Because they're just so political and the yeah. name Party Shirt seems sort of like too fun. Like Party Boy 69, that works because he plays into it so hard. Yeah. Mm. You know, like he makes such a joke of it. And it's like we already had like we were doing music and content. The content obviously blew up first, so it's like they see that they go to the content. They're like, "These guys aren't fucking DJs, you know." Grant, yeah, they don't know we had been doing yeah. this shit like years before the content. Blew I was going to say you know? that I feel like everyone would be like, "Oh, they're only starting DJing now because they're like, oh, what can I do with this?" Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is, people would come to our shows and they put yeah. it on their head, fact or cap, you know, on the Snapchat. Hey, yeah. And I'm just like, fucking. It was. I would be soul crushing to see, you know, because yeah. I'm like they're not yeah. here because they think, hey, I like these guys as music. They're mm. here because what they want to see is do a TikTok live, like yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like having to like recreate yourself, like when people. Uh, like Tobey Maguire being Spider-Man. Yeah, and right. like everyone just thinks of him as Spider-Man. He has yeah, to like yeah. prove himself 100%. Yeah. And then the conversion too. It's like you think with like 20 million followers, we get heaps of people at our shows. It's mm. like, nah, it doesn't convert at all. Mm. Nothing on the stream. So we're like, all right, let's start something new that we love. We can curate from the ground up. And now we know like who mm. the actual music following is like when we're playing shows and shit. It's funny that you say it like that because when we're talking to Ben about it, I was thinking, oh, a lot of people would be like, oh, Ben's already a famous YouTuber and like uh, influencer so he can just walk into making music yeah. and playing shows and they're just going to give them to him. But even he was saying, no matter who you are, if you start with like DJing music, you have to start at the bottom. Yeah, even if you're already 100%. Because it's, like, yeah. it's just like they don't You got to pay your dues, you know? Mm. It's like these, yeah. the fuck's at the top. Which I kind of like Especially like me too, dude. It's like the old like legends are like older, you know? They're like 40s, you know? Like 30s to 50s, you know? And it's like, they fucking paid their dues when they were younger, mm. you know? I feel like a lot of people that aren't sort of involved in it as well would just think, oh, because they're famous on here, it'll just correlate over. Yeah. No, that's no. They and they would. sort of like brush you off because of that. Yeah. And, that, well, and that's been an issue too is like not only you get – there's two sides of it. People brush you off because of that and people want to join the team and how and like you know people join have joined our team or wanted to help us out, but they're not like fully invested in the music. They're like, I want to be along for the ride just in case it blows up because yeah. there's 20 million followers. It could work out, yeah. but they don't believe in the music. So it's like, I don't know. It's like being a rich guy or a hot girl where you're like, do they like me for me or mm. you know? Yeah, I think um that's like that was made clear to me with things like uh, festival lineups. Yeah, because. And why I think it's a good reason is if festival lineups just gave uh, sets to like influencers who <laughs> played the decks like for six weeks, yeah, then it would be You're shit fucked. to go to. But course, like they'll have yeah. people headlining and stuff who have a thousand Instagram followers because they know they're actually good at exactly what they're it doing. Is. Yeah. And yeah. in Australia, that's really true because the thing is, in Australia, there's only one massive buyer, and so they sort of know what's good and sort of really curate it. In America, you yeah. know, there's like thousands of promoters so it's like there are some festivals that get you know influences like in vegas summer ray and chantel yeah. jeffries like do play vegas you know that wouldn't really happen in australia yeah so in america there's a bit more of that like influencer meets dj thing happening yeah but it still doesn't like you're not playing festivals you're not playing coach i think like the silver lining with it though and it not being handed to you in that sense it's like if you when you eventually do just like start playing these massive festivals and you kind of get that like, oh, well, now we've like completely made it. It won't yeah. be like, oh, well, it's not like 
it t- it, I feel like it would take some of the sweetness out of it. You guys being like, oh, well, yeah, we just had some TikToks blow up and like it was probably just luck with that. Like totally. now you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, you we know? fucking earned it and like we deserve it and totally. you feel so much better. And then it's like anything easy, you just get fucking sick of like that, oh, yeah. you know? It's totally. Like- and the funny thing is, is like, you know, we're got, we like, I every night I dream, I'll wake up and I'll dream about we're playing a festival, a song blowing up. Like we work 24 seven on this yeah. shit. And when we do achieve it, people are just going to say, oh, they had 20 million followers. Yeah. Like that's yeah, why, yeah, you know? exactly, There's always yeah. going to be people like but that. You heard it here first, yeah. okay? We're working our damn yeah, ass. We're telling you no one's taking it seriously still. Yeah. To the, like now people are sort of coming around, but even still most people are like not taking it seriously or whatever until there's a hit song, until there's yeah. like something substantial. I feel like it's just takes, it's the same as like social media though and that, it takes one TikTok to blow up. It takes exactly. one set to blow yeah. up. And it takes yeah. one song. Yeah, that's really like what some sort of moment. Yeah, like know? Stum is like one of the biggest DJs in Australia right now. And he, like, no one really knew who he was before BTV last yeah. year. And he played yeah. such a good set and it went viral on SoundCloud. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, now exactly. And then he just closed out BTV. Yeah. And like, fucking crushed it. Yeah, and then that's gone viral. It. Like, once that set drops. And, mm. but, and it's so localized in Australia. Like, I feel like if he went to London, he'd be having trouble selling 50 tickets. If he had a Melbourne show, easily could sell a 1,000 yeah. plus tickets. Mm. So it's just crazy how localised the scenes are too with that type of thing. But, yeah, no, all it takes is like, especially we saw with like, you know, Peggy Goo, like she always had a following, but people knew her as like an influencer before a DJ. And now people know her before they know, you know, mm. she's got a big social media presence. So yeah. that's that's a, that's a good and bad thing about it. She's so she's hot. Yeah. 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 Maybe you guys just go like the Daft Punk route. That's our whole fucking like model, dude. What's the Daft like, Punk route? Just fucking doing whatever the fuck you want. Score <laughs> movies one day. Like, I don't know. Like, I've been throwing on masks. Well, oh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I thought about these two of like a strategy of like, okay, because people love mystery, right? Like the marshmallow thing. Guy doesn't make music I'd listen to but blew the fuck up and because there's that mystery of who is it? The 10 guys that it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fucking writer's camp of people. But they're not, you got to fucking wear the mask. And I'd get yeah. sick of That's the problem with the fact or cap thing and like anything is like once you create this shtick and you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. You get sick of it. And if yeah. take, say like it was one dude and then he takes the helmet off and he's like, oh, this is me and now I'm going to start playing shows. No one's fucking going exactly. to. No, exactly. And they're like, no, yeah. we want to see the fucking helmet. No, we want yeah. to see the guy we know. And people, know. you know, Dead Mouse, a fucking legend, created some yeah. of the best electronic music. Last time we are at EDC because we were – we did have, you know, played a little side stage at EDC and we were interviewing people. Someone was like, fucking dead mouse. He only had the mask on for five, ten minutes. He's playing the same set whether yeah. he's got the mask on or not and they're <laughs> complaining. And this is a legend. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's just like once you start yeah. with that shtick of – and that's another reason I love that we're X and Ivy and not party shirt because what sort of inspired me to get into DJing was there was these – I went to USC and that's where I met Ivy. It's a college in America. I didn't go is to USC. How, I slept on the couch. Trojans. Just putting it out there. Yeah, Trojans, fight on. Yeah. Is that how you got to, from Australia to America? No, I moved there for a startup because I was doing social media stuff before and I had this Instagram account called Earthpicks and we raised some like money around it. This was mid-2010s and there was like a big boom of like BuzzFeed and Vice Media and there was all this money going into it. So we're able to go to investors and be like, we're going to build like a BuzzFeed competitor, but more like science history content. So I was able to get my visa through that, go out to America. And then I'm like, I'm still young. I want to go to uni. Mm. And so I applied to USC, got rejected and appealed and got in. Like I went to follow a professor with his car. And I was like, dude, you got to help me get in. Like I deserve to be here. This whole, that's a whole like long story in itself. But Held a gun USC. to his head. Yeah. Got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Bang. Bang. And then, um, 
But no, long story short, get into USC and everyone does res there. Like here, not many people do res. No. Like a lot of people mm. live at home. In America, I think it's 98% of students do res. Like even uh, if you- As you would. Yeah. You got to. Oh, that's where the so fun's at. Yeah. You know, you're freshman so, year, yeah. Like the fun part isn't fucking going to USC and going to the classes. It's fucking no, hanging no, out yeah. Who's going to class? But <laughs> so, you know, there's this kid that lived right across the hall from me, like door to door. And he was a part of this group called Lewis the Child. And these guys in the States are fucking massive. Near headline level. Like yeah. top line Coachella level, right? Damn. I guess they just haven't broke Australia, but massive there. We were at this house party. He's over once. And, you know, so he's sitting on the couch and this girl comes in. She's talking about Lewis the Child. And she's like, I went to high school with him. Like, I love him. Yeah, yeah. Pretending they're the big... Her, She's the biggest fan, but she keeps referring to it as a singular person. And when uh. people talk about Rufus to Soul, they always talk about him as a singular person. It pisses me off. I'm like, it's three fucking people. Yeah. And so that's the problem with having a group name too is people just lump it in and they're just like, they don't know what it is or who it is or whatever. There's oh, no yeah. personality behind it. With X and Ivy, there's a little more buy-in and longevity because it's like, I like X and Ivy or I like Ivy or I like X yeah. or whatever it is, you know, and... Fish has done a really good job of creating a personality. Even like DJ Heartstring, uh, like you can always tell when people have no idea, like, oh, he's elite. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I was, it's so funny because I was thinking about that. I'm like, they should have called themselves Heartstrings because yeah. I, when I hear Heartstring, I think it's one person, yeah. you know? Um, I'm kicking myself. I still miss that fucking song. Yeah. I got a good USC story. Yeah. So one of my friends, Harrison, plays basketball there. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Me and Zach caught up with him in LA in like, was it Venice? Yeah, it was Santa Monica, Venice. Like. Yeah, it was like some outdoorsy bar thing. It was cool. Yeah. And um, he rocked up with like the whole USC basketball team and they're all just like giants. Yeah. And um, we were just there drinking and we're hanging out. And then um, we're like, oh, we, we're just probably going to go. And then like, oh, no, come back to USC with us. We'll just fucking hang out there. And I didn't realize USC, I thought it would just be like a uni, but I didn't realize it was like a whole fucking town. It's oh, like it's a, a city village. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like streets and mackers yeah. and like shops and shit. So everything's in there. It's yeah. like a whole, because it's in downtown LA. So it's yeah. not really, it's in, it's in LA. Area. It's in a, yeah, it's not in a great area, but they've built a billion dollar village. The school, like it's like, a, it's a whole ecosystem. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. sick. And then, so we were there and we went to this bar there. And, um, was it the 901 bar? Do you remember? I have no idea. Yeah, probably yeah. the 90 bar. Nine uh, yeah. Was it on Figueroa Street? Do you know? Yeah. Uh, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But they had like the, remember they had like oh, the wait. fucking van for the team and they just got me and Zach in there. So we just had this like driver yeah, driver set. No way. And it's like sprinter sort of thing. And then um, we were there and me and Zach just told the bartender because he like it loved the, everyone oh, yeah. there loves yeah. the basketball yeah. team. I would rather know I was 20. So yeah. Yeah, he, and then did <laughs> just, yeah, I think he's just like, oh yeah, I don't have an idea, but yeah. we were like, oh, we're on the basketball team, yeah. like me and Zach, and like, oh, we're Australian, but we like just we are at the end of the bench, like we don't. Oh, you really got the hype legends, for it where you could yeah. just make the yeah, basketball. We're, yeah. like, we're like, oh, we're small guards, like <laughs> yeah, and then, um, yeah, and then because we had like fucking Drew Peterson, the captain, he's like, yeah, they are, and then he's like, oh, okay, like, I haven't seen him, but that's sick. yeah, and then he like let me go behind the bar and pour a beer, and no like way. he was just like fucking <laughs> love. That's he was so just funny. loving us because he thought we were on the team. I've and never then got that treatment there. There was this fucking chick there who was like so smash drunk and she was trying to like beef me and Zach and we were sitting with Drew Peterson, this like 6'8 captain of the yeah. team. And our mate Harrison had already left. Like most of the team had left. It was like me, Zach and Drew. He's just this fucking classic American dude. And this chick like comes over trying to fight us. 
What like, about just, just just cause? This is what happened. So like, she just came over to us and was just like, "I need you guys to stop yelling." Oh yeah, I need you guys to stop being so loud. I'm like, it's a bar. Like, what the fuck? And then she was like, just so drunk. And then Drew just stands up, like towers over her and he's like, you better back the fuck up. And she like, shits herself and she sat down and started crying. And then yeah. she had to leave because uh, Drew's just like oh a man there. God. And then we just stayed there pumping shots and shit. Just like, like, <laughs> but the people at her table, like she was with a group of like ladies and then they came over to us and they're like, oh, sorry about her. She's not our mate. She we have no idea who she is. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. Okay? It was Poor weird, girl. but it was was fun. her way of flirting or something. Oh. Like, who goes up to someone at a bar? Especially <laughs> No, I know if anyone who's watching is like that doesn't get much louder than that bar. Like it's yeah. a sports bar, it's, it's uni, a DJ play like, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not a quiet, intimate like wine bar. Like it was this. fucking. But that was my only first and only ever like college experience. Well, you did it right. Good, yeah. you, hit, you hit the college bar. We get you to a frat party. You would have done that's it what. Right. Yeah, Harrison's got one more year there. So when okay. we oh, we're definitely going to you. We go to London. We're definitely going to a frat party. Just to cross it off. You win some on the basketball team. Yeah, just to cross it off the list, and then you've sort of done the whole thing. Yeah, because I had a mate who went to um Arizona State back in the day. Like the year that Love Sosa came out. Oh, it was like every party was that on repeat. And he was like, yeah, frat parties are just so fucking cool. But yeah. unless you're like a hot chick or no people in the frat, yeah. you're not getting that's it. Yeah, exactly that's it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing where, especially big football schools there, you sort of have to be a part of the fraternity system, even for a little bit, just to meet people because mm. you can't drink till you're 21 there. Unless mm. you say you're a part of the basketball team. And <laughs> so really, if you're a bloke and you're under 21, you're not getting into any parties, you're not going to any bars, you're going to have no social life. Mm. Well, here, you're 18, like, you just go to the That's bar. That's what's wild to me is that in America, you can't fucking drink until you I know, but It doesn't make gun. any sense with the, all the other laws. The whole system there... Yeah, it's not. So is people, uni out here like you just go to class and then you go hit the city? Not after, much of it. Like, you, that's a, like uh, that, this is, is what was I was explaining this to someone the other day. I was like, everywhere I go in America feels really old because, like, in regards to crowd, because everyone's at college or right, 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 yeah, yeah. like it's like the they it's like America segregates people from society and in colleges. So all the fun yeah. and all the young people at colleges, whereas here that doesn't really happen. So yeah. no one really goes to uni parties or anything yeah. but the town will be young yeah, right. there's yeah. just spots to go out right. yeah you yeah. just go out and like everyone's like our age and you're like oh that this yeah. is why because yeah. we don't like put everyone in front they say Thursdays are uni nights but pretty much every night of the week yeah, yeah. yeah. we're just gonna go out after yeah yeah, yeah. makes sense That's um sick. pivoting quickly yeah. because we otherwise we'll just talk right, forever. Right. Yeah. we need some structure <laughs> yeah um we obviously met in la and yeah. I'll quickly tell the story of how we met because it's an interesting one. So me and Zach and our friend Bell were at Saddle Ranch of all yes. places. Which is what? <coughs> Which is um, right down the street a, from our apartment. It's a fucking <laughs> it's a saloon. Yeah. yeah. It's a saloon. It's a saloon with uh, You saw Jeff there. Beers. Yeah. So Jeff, Jeff Kochi, we love you. We love okay. Jeff's a great man. And um, so we went and then uh, he came over He was like talking to me And Zach and Bell for ages And he's like Oh you know the party shirt boys um, Like like you or follow you or something I was like Oh what And then That's pretty much all that happened Zach went on the bull And fucking Well because Liam I'd seen your videos You were talking about the Starbucks And you were talking about the beer Oh uh, yeah Your yeah. videos were blowing the fuck up Both crossing over to yeah. Australia and America Yeah that So being seen you a ton And I was like <laughs> I don't see a ton of, you know, Aussies blow up on TikTok. Yeah. Because I'm like, I feel like the Australians get like Australian content. It doesn't really cross over to US, but your videos were getting... I think it's just because I was there. Yeah, four or five million views. So Yeah. And I was like, oh, this cunt's awesome. 
Yeah, and then yeah. fucking. And uh, then you met him. You know what I mean? And then, and then, then we, we all start DMing Hill. too. We all start DMing separately, and I'm like, X, like I'm talking to this guy. He's fucking sick, and he's like, Dude, I'm talking to him too. Like, and then we all fucking went to sound that one night. Oh, that was, uh, that was Hayden, fun as fuck. James. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And remember um the fucking festival thing we went to in the city? Like oh, down- yeah, Jamie, Jamie Jones in the park. Paradise. That was yeah. fucking dope. Was good. And my yeah. phone got stolen there. And that's one thing about I love about Australia was going to BTV. Going to Waxo Paradiso yesterday or the day before, I didn't have to worry about my phone getting stolen. Like I could just relax and enjoy. There, How did it get stolen? Someone just grabbed into the pocket. Oh, of the so fucked people. in America. You don't remember that the nah, entire night because you were going like, yeah. you get five miles on someone. Yeah, and it had been like shut off. Yeah, it was in Mexico by the next day. It's still, if I search it up, it's like across, like right across the Tijuana border in like a little shop there. That's what I just say. Mine's in fucking um. Mine's in like Oakland, California. So <laughs> <laughs> Mine just and I had I was in San Fran and I like had it on Farm my phone and I was like with the cops. I was like, can't you just fucking go get it? I have the address. Yeah. Like, no, nah, we can't. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to fucking yeah. do there? Yeah. What's the point? So they're actually shit. American that's one thing that I just want to quickly touch on before we continue is fucking American cops suck. And Australian cops are actually legends. Yeah. Like 90% of them are the fucking greatest. Like we had a like at our party on Saturday. Cops rocked up at like 12, like, oh, um, noise complaint. Yeah. Uh, we don't really want to ruin your fun. So yeah. uh, I'll just get your number and like, I'll just text you if they do oh, another one. That's and I was like, mean. yeah. And they're I just really got my number and say, I'll just text you. I don't really want to come that's back. Actually, that's actually so, so, so that's one American time. cops would fucking burst in. Yeah. Search. Bang. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was also, it was, it was like, it was like, you should probably move it inside so it gets a bit quieter. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you move it inside, chances are you wouldn't. Like, I'm still not fun. coming back. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> an ex- an example. Like, actually, you know what? Don't do anything. Yeah, I don't yeah, give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an example of how good the cops are here is one time after this party we were at in North Melbourne, we were just joking around with these cops wow. and I was like, let me shoot your gun. <laughs> no. I want to. I want to shoot your gun. Put me in handcuffs. And they're like, ah, come on, you're not doing that. But maybe if you keep fucking they making us laugh, they were making jokes with us for ages. Like, yeah, it's fucking. And then in New York, I was gonna say, dude, if you did that, that dude, I did it in New York. We were smashed one night in New York. You shoot his gun. No, no, (laughs) the cop was in this pizza shop, and I was shit faced. (laughs) And because I had like this experience in my head, I was like, to this cop. Oh, let me grab your gun. And I like went to reach for it. And he's like pulled out. And he's like, and um, our friend, our New York friend, he like jumped in front of me. He's like, he's so sorry, so sorry. And the guy like had his hand he's on his gun. He's like, I'm like, what's the, what's the big deal? Like, oh do I do anything yeah, wrong? Yeah, so yeah, no, so I'm shocked nah. you're still here with yeah. it. <laughs> no, straight up. Uh, they don't uh, muck around in New York. Yeah, no. so Aussie cops are way better. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> oh much fuck. But on the topic of New York and America in general, we have to talk about your Hollywood tour bus. Oh, oh my god, yeah. I've heard lots of things. I need to know I need to know the story behind it. So one of our mates had bought a Hollywood tour yeah. bus, Luca Nets, shout out yeah. Luca. And uh because he owned a, a shoe store there. And uh so we had seen it and like so the second we got like we were broke living you saw yeah. our apartment. Like I, yeah. like it was two grand a month, which sounds like a lot, but in yeah. LA, like that's, that's fucking nothing. You don't get like, cheaper than it that. It was rank controlled better. still, which nowhere in LA is still rank so controlled. So we didn't have like, really a lot of expenses. So the first when Factor Cap started taking off, the first month the creator fund was like three grand. So we're like, what do we yeah. do with this? Rather Here's than- a little preface too. When me and X get very manic. And we'll just decide to do something and we will fucking do it. Yeah, that's second. Like, we don't, like, you know, no sleeping on it, this or that. It's like, okay, we're doing it today. Yeah. And 
So we're just like, fucking, do we want to buy a Hollywood tour bus today? And then so Ivy starts calling up some yeah. places. And I'm on Craigslist. Like, I'm calling fucking every, like, person on there. I'm, like, calling the Hollywood tour-like companies. I'm like, yo, do you have an extra fucking van to sell? And they're like, no, I go to Craigslist. I call this one guy. He's like, listen, I don't have one, but I think I know a guy that's got one. His name's Nate. And so he connects us with him. He's like, yeah, I got two. Come here. I'll show you them. And then he showed us two. One had slightly less miles, but didn't have, like, the full print on the side. Mm. And then he showed us the other one and we were like, we got to get the like one with more miles on it. It has the full fucking print on and it. And it was 2,800 bucks. Yeah. We walked to Wells Fargo, got it out in cash, which was like all the money we had in the, cause we just set up yeah. a party trip bank account, like not long, like a month before and got it out, gave it to him cash and got the van and had it. That day. <laughs> so, so did all in the same day, 2,800 bucks for that van. Oh, not like, you know, so yeah. worth That's it. the van. It great. Do you still have it? Yeah, we yeah. still have it. And the thing is we've sunk a fuck ton of money into it. Cause we had this plan where we're going to start DJing from the bus. So we set it up with yeah. a sick speaker mm. system and then the fucking piston stopped fire and the whole thing. Yeah. Fucked. So now yeah. it's just sitting there it's in a, our garage, there. Yeah. Uh, garage. Yeah, well, I had the pleasure of riding in that from yeah, like you got Universal it. City to fucking downtown. Oh, the yeah. Dodger Stadium. And then yeah. remember, we went out that one night in yeah. Silver Lake in that one bar. Ryan's fucking hanging yeah, from the was like fucking. The... We're on the freeway, and he was like oh climbing along the top. Of the bus. freeway there is like 140k. Yeah. 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 And I was like, yo, like I'm driving. I'm like, yo, we can do that. Like, let's not do that on the freeway. <laughs> yeah, you know? it was actually horrible. And it was just all blokes. All sober. Yeah. Oh, you're all sober. God. I'm tipping. Yeah. 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 No, it was all like there was like no, 30 blokes. No, I did that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're all like, going. Yeah. And he's not like the most like. You don't look at him and go, oh, he's like super good at this. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah. With Phineas too. It was a good night. Oh, that was good. So yeah. do you ever drive that around just for Not the fuck of it? Well, it we, do, we, do, we did a set in it for uh, our mates Intercom Presents. And so yeah. we did a two-hour set where we went to Malibu and a tour around <laughs> Hollywood. We went to the Scientology Center and like yeah. trolled them a little we bit. We had to do a fucking a U-turn on PCH in Malibu and it fucking wooden start and we're like stuck it's just a two lane highway. it's like, just a two lane so we're blocking one lane they're like fucking honking going around we like kind of like maneuvered it forward it was yeah, just it a was, shit show like, what are what are some other impulse buys that you guys have done pretty much everything we, got this, we have uh, a model a, re, a rebuilt model t yeah so 1923 ford t bucket but it's what like, a, what's the T bucket? Oh man, I'll show you. It's got a 454 big block engine. It spits like 550 horsepower. And it's got drag like, wheels. So these wheels are like bigger than me. And it's like you're in this bucket. Like it comes to here. Like, and this thing's like, it's a dragster car. So it's like a death trap, you know? Like, I'm like driving home late night one time with my buddy. Um, but, yeah, yeah but oh, like, just imagine the wagon, like no top either. I'll show you. The, <laughs> and then, and then the, the motor's out like a hot rod. Yeah, we're it's gonna, a hot rod. Like, dude, this thing is scary fast. Like, holy that is shit. shit. So, because what happened was, like, Ivy wanted. Um, he's like, I want to get something sick. Yeah, you know? I called him up. I was like, Hey, like, I kind of need something. Like, do you have anything that's like six to like eight grand? That I could just like get a couple years like out of and just drive it everywhere. And just like, you know what you need. I'm like, what? He's like, a hot rod. I was like, Fuck. he's like, I'm bringing it over right now. He's such a good salesman. You know, he's this, like, this guy's like lost Santos customs. Where yeah. He will like drive the cars for us, pick them up, like fix them up. Like, yeah. we couldn't ask for a better mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the best. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he, he, he brings it over, right? And he wants 20K for it. And he says, look, I'll make it easy for you. Just 10K up front. You can pay me 500 a month until the rest is paid off, right? 
And I was like, oh, fuck, I'd, I'd love to, but we already have three cars and we only have two parking spots. I don't know where the fuck to put this it. This was the selling point, right? Yeah. yeah. Tell them. So the cars, like, because it doesn't have a, a cover, you know, like, I don't want to just leave it on the street to Hollywood, yeah. right? Like, mm. people were already sleeping in the Hollywood tour bus before we, yeah. you know, fixed it up and shit. <laughs> Was so fucked. And like dirty Mark. Someone tried to fucking hotwire. I come out one morning and the fucking wires underneath. And then like I guess they got pissed they couldn't hotwire it, so they just took a knife to the seat, start cutting them open. You remember that? Yeah, they're fucked. Like so, we were like, look, we don't. We'd love, even we'd love to take this car with you. Great deal. I don't know where the fuck we'd put it. The building manager, because we moved to a new building because we had fucking yeah um, one street black mold in the old one. The building manager comes out. He's like, oh, that's sick as fuck. We're like, yeah, we know. But he's like, no, I'll find a spot for you right yeah. now. Like there's this little, so like, this is a universe telling us we yeah, need to yeah, get this car. Yeah. So he said, all right, leave the kids He just here. fucking okay, got rid go. of a family of fours. Only yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck off. No, he literally just like pulls the trash cans over, moves them. He's like, here's your spot right here. We're like, fuck yeah. That's but so dude, good. this thing is a fucking monster. Holy shit. Oh, that's fucking dope. What? It's it's so fast. Like, it's fucked. Seeds too. That's so... Oh! (laughs) That is so sick. You get out of it, you smell like petrol. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I was like, I was firing it up in the garage one day and like I hadn't driven it for a while and I'm just like warming up the engine. I was probably in there for like 25 minutes and... I swear to God, I was unwell after. Like, because it spits out so much mm. carbon monoxide, it sets off the carbon monoxide alarm. So we have to, like, keep it next to the door and, like, just let it exit out the door. I come back to the fucking apartment. I'm like, bro, my fucking throat is fucked. I felt, like, high off the fumes. I was like, I don't fucking feel right mm. right now. Like, oh, man. Good mileage, though, I imagine. Oh, probably, like, <laughs> fucking four miles to the gallon. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Man. That's got to be the best thing you spent money on, surely. Oh, was yeah. That That's it. For Ivy's birthday. Oh, this was great. Me and our manager, one of our managers, Mike, pitched in. I mean, pitched in is we put in a grand each and we paid for the rest. But he got an El Camino lowrider with hydraulics. You can bounce That's off the ground. That's sick. Yeah. And then I bought a Japanese key truck. So it's so right-hand sick. drive like Australia. So... Little taste of home. It's like a mini VW bus. It's so fucking dope. Gets weaves in and out. It's got a motorcycle engine. So the only thing we really spend our money on is cars. Yeah. And X and Ivy, like investing in the music Mm. and traveling and, you know, doing shit. Like, that sinks up a lot more money than people would think. Like, our apartment's still cheap as fuck. And we don't really, like, go out and, like, Get nah. tables or anything dumb like that. Like, we just love to travel, yeah. love our cars, and... That's pretty rare for LA. I feel like it would be hard not to fall into that trap of doing that shit because everyone just... It's like and a fucking all, cock Yeah, and it's like when we blew up, it was like... We were... F- and it was COVID, so the party scene, like, during COVID, this is fucked to say, but it was fucking mental, you know? Like, everyone's having ho- house parties. We'd go to Saturday. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like, shit. This was post-vaccine, though, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But it would be like, here's the game plan. Let's go to Saddle Ranch, and let's just figure out where the party is you know and so we're doing that like four or five times a week like mm. and we're fucking just fucked i'm like okay we did like four years of partying in a year like and was... these houses they raised a bunch of money because everyone had a startup back then around influencers because they're like influencers economy yeah. so there was these 50 million dollar estates throwing these parties sponsored by an alcohol companies so free piss in these mansions with crazy sound systems and yeah. every, it was such a mix of like celebrity influencers when there was like that line was sort of blurred because it was COVID. So yeah. then after that, you're like, why the fuck would I want to go to the clubs? Like, even though that scene doesn't exist anymore, you know how good it is. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to go out, I want it to be for a concert or a show. Yeah. Or mm. it, you know, I don't want to go to the club and just listen to So the LA party scene's dead. 
Yeah, it's dead. The house yeah, writing said, yeah, it's, yeah, it's dead. What did you? What do you guys think of LA as a whole now? It's you see like, moving. It's one of them. Th- yeah, moving because yeah. it's one of them things where it's like we we're asking ourselves the other day, like, have we changed or has LA changed? Because yeah. everyone's like, well, it's not the same after COVID. Like about, I'm sure people are saying that about Melbourne. About it. I'm sure yeah. everyone says yeah. about everywhere. Well, COVID's fucked it. You know, like, mm. so I don't know if, how true that is, or it's just yeah. like I've been in LA nine years now. There's like there's nothing new anymore. It's like I've been yeah. to every you know food spot I should We've try. We've done everything, every, you know. There's like nothing really left for us to explore. Where do you think can... you'd move if you had to? London's our. We want to go to London yeah. for the summer. Um, or like then, we could just bounce between here and London. Yeah, like, Australia yeah. come back a lot more. Like, yeah. but the thing is, for Aussies, it's so easy to move to London in terms of the visas. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like when because the thing is, we get there to stay there three years for. A, you know, visa free pretty much. Like it's a sixty dollar application. So I don't know if I want to start because we can go to we can go to UK anyway for up to six months visa yeah, free. So hundred and eighty day visa is so fucking close. Mm. So I don't know if I want to start my three year visa there because yeah. we can use it up until we're like thirty three or thirty. Oh yeah, they so wanna, just up the age. Yeah, yeah, they just up the age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I want to hold on to that for now. Um, yeah. But yeah, maybe the UK. I think long term, I do want to stay in LA because. It's a good in between between yeah. Europe and Australia. Yeah, the weather's pretty good year round yeah, on average. Yeah. That that would that would be the number one best thing about LA. That's a selling yeah. point to me. The dry heat is top notch. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a rare, rare, rare occasion where it's humid at all. What year. about the big earthquake that's coming? Oh fucking, we're waiting for it. Yeah, right it is coming. You but... know what needs to happen? We get all your cars to London, and then we just tour around. Imagine oh, you kept saying, oh, "Imagine that. the fucking Hollywood tour bus in London." Mate, oh, imagine that. Dude. We just all sleep and on it. Just tour around. Too, though, they're like, "You can, you can't bring the low rider because like they're like that thing's just so loud to look at. Yeah. Like people will just fuck that thing mm. up. Like, just get the bus, no, the tour around. Tour that's all we need. It's like fuck gig, the bus, gig to gig, you'll yeah. be perfect. I'm down. Yeah, and we're talking to. Um, cause when we went to London last time, we went and saw Peggy Goo in the park. She had, does this show, show called Pleasure Gardens and they have a show in Finsbury Park, which is like a fairy tale land. So after so that, we sick. were so hyped. We're like, dude, we need to play a show in London. So we're emailing all the tour bus companies that have the double decker red buses. Yeah. And we talked to one that were down as fuck, but they changed their mind last minute. What? We're going to DJ on the top of the t- double decker oh, and go around London. around city. The people would hop on, hop on. Yeah. Hop on. Well, that needs to happen when we're there. We'll do it. We'll yeah. Yeah, do it we'll summer. Back yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, we didn't have this in the itinerary, but I think it's interesting because you guys are, live in LA and have for so long. And everyone who listens and everyone who wants to do any sort of fucking social media thing always yeah. has the LA fucking yeah. like beer yeah. goggles on. Yeah. So what are some like positives about LA and some misconceptions and things that really suck about LA that you can tell? Because a lot of people have never been, but that's like there. And it was for me too. I was like, this is like, that's where it all happens. Like it's the best place on earth. But I think a lot of it is very totally. much not what yeah. you think. I think so. This is my perspective. Is I will give his perspective yeah. as like an American who's yeah. sort of there and seeing now starting to see the rest of the world. Me as an Aussie who moved there. So I always had big dreams of like, you know, I want to be fucking like Spielberg or I want to be like a famous actress. Because like, yeah. I did drama lessons. I was never a sporty kid. Mm. Never like really into that stuff. So I'd always sort of like dreamt of like, oh, I'm going to move to LA one day and, you know, make it or whatever. And because before you grow up, you know, you just like indoctrinated on, you know, American media. And mm. back in the day, it was all filmed in LA. So that's all you see. You're like, LA is America and that's yeah. everything. And so I thought, you know, 
like go to LA, number one, there is a lot more opportunities there before COVID. Because now it's more like, you know, remote, yeah. you can do anything anywhere. I will say when you go to LA, the goals are so much bigger. The goalposts are so much further. Like yeah. 20 million followers, yeah, that is a lot. In LA, like in Australia, that's you don't you can't fathom that. You know, mm. like in Australia, like a hundred thousand followers, like fuck, you're a yeah. decent sized mm. influencer. In LA, it's like the seven girls in my hallway have three hundred thousand followers. Like that means yeah. nothing, and they're still like, you know, that like, like I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a million streams on a song here is like, oh fuck, this person's a musician. There, it's like, oh, so this is a side thing you do after work. Yeah, you know, it's just like you dream way bigger because you have to because that's yeah. all you see around you, and I think. If we hadn't been in LA, we would have never really done sort of the things we have done mm. because it's just like you have to do so much more there to make it because it's just so much it's more very competitive. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's yeah, interesting it how like the physical landscape of LA literally like symbolizes that as well. Like the lower down you are yeah. in like Hollywood and stuff, yeah. you're looking at your goals yeah. physically yeah. above Actually, you in the hills yeah. where you want to yes. get. Yeah. And you're just surrounded by like here it's like you fucking see a Lamborghini or whatever. You're like, oh, that's fucking sick. There it's like, dude, I'm drinking coffee and seven yeah. Lamborghinis. Like I'm tired of fucking it, seeing Lambos. It's just like, like a different, and it's like there's good and bad. Like you don't want to be materialistic. It's sometimes a nice motivator. Like it's just, and there's a lot more. Like LA is made up of like no one's really from LA. Everyone yeah. sort of moved there, you know. Yeah. So you're around a lot of dream chasers. You know, and a lot of people who have come from their hometowns and all around the world. In Melbourne, a lot of the people. You know, from here or maybe Sydney or whatever. Like, there's not yeah, a ton yeah. of. There are, you know, more and more. It's like, you know, there are there are dreamers here, but like in yeah, LA, it's like get to get. You know, if you're from another country to get the visa to live in America, you got to do a lot of fucking work just to get there. So mm. the people in the game have already done a lot of legwork, and they really are mm. about their goal. You know, here. There's not, it's not as much of that, but which I think, is good and bad in my opinion, because there's a lot of people there who are like that, but it's like. It's motivating in a sense because you're around other people who... Like, if I wanted to... When we were in LA, I was like, oh, I want to film a video today. I would have so many people I could message. Yeah. Who would be keen to do yeah. it because yeah. everyone does the same thing. Yeah. And they, Those are relationships we built in... Yeah. Like, they bring, yeah. Like, they yeah. bring their own like opinions and they help you and everyone's always keen to help. Whereas here, it's not really the same. Everyone's like, kind of doesn't really understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, it's like the opposite side of that coin as well. It's like everyone... Not everyone. A lot of people in LA are just fake and like don't care about totally. you unless they think they can use exactly. you. Totally. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say and let Ivy chat about it is I think it's become less of a problem now, but when I was growing up, there was that real tall poppy syndrome of like, yeah. if you're doing YouTube, what a fucking wanker. What yeah. do you think of yourself? You think you're some big celebrity. Like, mm. wh why would you post a TikTok or an Instagram? Like, who do you think you are to be posting that? Mm. Like, you're so full of yourself. You know, I think more and more it's like, oh, that's a creative outlet. That's cool. Whatever. Mm. Enjoy. Like, but I think when I was growing up, and maybe that's just what I told myself, is that it felt like if you're doing something creative, you fucking must love yourself. What a tosser. Yeah, like, you know, who do you think you are? Especially in country towns as that's well. That's the thing. Like, I also grew yeah. up in country Victoria, so my opinion skewed. Like, maybe if I grew up in Melbourne, I would have been a totally different thing. Mm. And maybe if I grew up in some, you know, country town in America, it's yeah, the same That deal. is Australia, though, to a T. Like, it yeah, would definitely, we're definitely behind poppy. the eight ball on in terms of the scene and tall poppy syndrome and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because, like, all three of us are from country Australia towns yeah. and, like, all different sizes and they were exactly the same. Yeah. But, and, like, Melbourne, 
to a lesser extent, but it's still the same thing. Yeah. Like not yeah. if you're in New York, you can tell anyone you do absolutely anything and everyone doesn't they just say, Oh, yeah. They're like makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Obviously yeah. you're a creative director of some yeah. clothing yeah. brand you started last year. Like no yeah. one you talk to in New York, I swear, is like, Oh yeah, I'm a teacher. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone's yeah. doing that. Everyone's like, thing. I'm a creative yeah. marketing director, like fucking backflip guy. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and like everyone's just happy yeah. for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I would mean, what do you what, yeah, what do you think? Someone who grew up there and now you've seen the UK and Australia, what do you reckon the difference? Man, dude, it's tough. Like, LA is cool. You know, it's like X said. It's like if the if there's opportunity somewhere, it's fucking there. If there's a place to get lucky, it's fucking there. There's fucking 24 million people in LA County. You know, just the amount of people you can meet doing different shit. That's where it's at. You know, you need a car to get around. You know, it's fucking massive. If not, you're going to be deleting money on Ubers. The public transpo is non-existent. If it is, it's fucking sketchy and shit, you know? Um, people are fake, but there's also good people too, you know? Um, I don't know. Like, what are some, what, like, ask me some questions and I'll like tell you what I think. Like, I think a good question for you to answer that one is a question that most people from Australia, especially like influencers, micro-influencers, you have here is oh, I've got a hundred thousand followers. I'm gonna go to LA and I'm gonna like just blow up and I'm gonna be famous. Never I'll tell you right now, nah. Yeah. yeah, I'd go there if you have money already or you have a plan that's like yeah. you've got a job or something because you spend some time in LA, you know how expensive it is. It makes Melbourne look cheap. We we're yeah. paying 10k a month on Airbnb, yeah, it, yeah, ma- it dude, makes yeah. Melbourne look cheap. Fuck. Like people here can, yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing too. It's like people fucking move to LA just to fucking move to LA. Like when me and X, like. Grant, he was already up there, but like, I was living at home and me and X were like fucking game planning our 30 year plan. You know, we're like, all right, this is how we're going to do it. Like, and we were fucking doing it before we even moved to LA. So it's like, people just fucking moved to LA and think it's going to happen. They have no idea what they're doing. And then they wonder why the fuck they had to move back. You know, it's like, you got to have dreams and ambition and be willing to actually like, grind your ass off like me and x were fucking doing all the dj stuff doing all the content stuff while working fucking jobs no, i was on selling this, plastic like, surgery yeah. until factor cap yeah. sort of made it like i was still mm. had an agency with another bloke and i sold my half to it back to him like at the end of it for like next to nothing because i just wanted to do the party show but for years i was doing like all these side hustles just to live in la yeah. it wasn't mm. like Oh, you know, we're gonna fucking blow up tomorrow and make Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I think another like piece of advice I'd have, especially for someone who's from Australia, like only go to LA if like there's people in LA saying you should come here like exactly. Exactly. shit. Like exactly. if you're just going there expecting like LA to notice that you're there. Exactly. Yeah. You're, it's no, not going to be a Because you're just one of a billion. A hundred percent. But the thing I do like about Australia and the UK is like you guys were saying before, it's like no matter what the fuck you do, if you do like construction, if you're a fucking billionaire, if you're fucking this, if you're that, there's like some sort of like community and like respect where it's like, we're all in this together, you know, where it's like, especially in London, where it's like, there's no like superstores, you know? So it's like, you got, if you want to get shit like groceries and stuff, you kind of have to like fuck around and go to a bunch of different like types of shops, you know? And I was like, think of one day, I was like, that's so cool where it's like, this guy just like set up this like specialty shop where like you can get like all this shit here, you know? And like, he's probably making good money, you know, he's having a family, you know? And it's like, no one like judges each other, like off of like, Oh, what do you do? Like, obviously you have your pretentious pricks that are like Mm going to be like, Oh, I'm fucking sick, whatever. But for the most part, it seems like people are just like, 
fucking you do that fucking dope i did yeah. this fucking sick you know yeah i feel like people respect regular class workers yeah yeah like australia europe more so yes than, well not all of america but la is very like yeah it's who it are is. you what do you do that's yeah. what it is out there a place that you guys have just been um when we did our research that is very similar yeah. to la airs rock yeah uh, so what, what's your thoughts on that oh Dude, that yeah. was a real spiritual it fucking. Was, yeah. I, re- I didn't, I didn't think it'd be that. You know, people yeah. are like, oh, it's spiritual. There's this connection. I'm like, I don't. You know, I'm not indigenous. So I didn't know what I would feel. And like, when you're at the rock, you just feel this spiritual. Some people might not, but I really yeah. did feel. No, spiritual. I did true or too. It was fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that was cra- like it was incredible to see and just talking to the indigenous artists and like just yeah. hearing their stories about. Like when people talk about it, I just didn't know if it was like that, you know, mm. people just trying to like. Just saying it. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, signal that they're good people or whatever and they just say no. But you go there and you're like, wow, this is actually something really And I mean, yeah. it's a fucking rock the size of like a town in the middle Dude. of the desert. And only a little bit of it's, it's up top, like yeah. two and a half kilometers of it's yeah. below. Damn, only I didn't a know that. sixth. Yeah. A sur- no, a seventh of yeah. it? Six sevenths of it is below ground. Because pretty much you're like, it what used the to fuck? be like the Himalayans, that area, you know, all mountains and stuff. And then it all eroded and mm. condensed into this rock. And then it went down and then there was an earthquake or something and it popped up and it was it's special it to see. Yeah. So, were you guys there? Did you just drive there? Was that through like a tour? No, or? no we flew, flew there. Yeah. No, yeah. I just flew there. And um, it was good. It was yeah, tough it was though like because the first day we got there, it rained. Mm-hmm. So, like all the activities that were like you sign up for got pushed back. Yeah. So, like we wanted to ride camels and mm. all that stuff and do some stuff that we weren't show. able to because it was all booked out, you know. Riding but, camels is dope, man. Yeah. Man, did that it looks dude, we rented a camel for a day one, or for yeah. an hour yeah. once. Oh, it cost what? us 700 bucks. Uh, yeah. Best thing we ever did. That's like how manic we are. Where we're yeah. just like, that's when we're doing do vlogs. This. You know, yeah. we tried vlogging for two months and then we're like, <laughs> vlogging is hell. Dude, hell. Like, <laughs> I don't know how oh anyone does God. it. Logan like, Paul... And Jake Paul earned their money that year. No, they like, did. My hat goes off to everyone yeah. who's a successful vlogger because that shit is tough. Hard as fuck. Working yeah. hard as fuck all week to get a 10 and minute video. And you're not video. even in li- Like, you're not even in reality. You just. Yeah. No. You're just you switched off. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fucked. I do want to know about the Kanye story because Zach's moving us on. Yeah. Oh, man, I need yeah. to know. So, this is another thing. So, when I'm, I'm in country Australia, right? I've got nothing to do. It's not like. And that's, I think, the advantage of growing up in country Australia is there's not a fuck ton to do. So you sort of forced to dream, you know? Mm. It's like if you put someone in like an all-white room and there's nothing to do, you've got nothing but your imagination. Yeah. And not that fucking country Victoria is that bad. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but like, country New South Wales is pretty shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I love Kanye. He, I've been really inspired by my beautiful dark fantasy <laughs> and the Good Friday, you know, because he had this Good Friday series where he was dropping a song every Friday until Christmas. And these songs were fucking incredible. He put, like, Justin Bieber in the studio with, like, Wu-Tang Clan. It was getting sicko. And I'd been getting really into, like, the fashion he was doing this when he started working with APC and he was getting into fashion with Virgil. And so I was like, okay, I want to reach out to Kanye. I had just met um, a limo driver who was friends of a friend and he was like, I drove Kanye around, whatever, he was in Sydney. And so I was like, if I was Kanye West, what would my email be? And I was like, he's real minimalistic and shit. I bet his email is k at kanyewest.com. And it was midnight, whatever. So I was like, I write up this email. I go on like, is this email real.com or something like that? You can check if emails mm. were real. 
type in K at KanyeWest.com and says his email's real. Then I like button mash the keyboard at KanyeWest.com just to see if it's like there's a catch all. It says this email's not real. So I'm like, fuck, K at KanyeWest.com is a real email. Surely it's Kanye's. So I email, I make, I'm like, okay, I've got to make the email vague and like something he would do, some like re like uh, uh, regarding because when you used to email people and you'd reply it would do RE mm. so I made it seem like there was already a thread I was like RE like I could pull up like plan one or something like that something vague or mysterious I was like hey when we met in Sydney you said if I ever had something like you know interesting to reach out you know I've got the thing like let's let's talk I run the bar it's like midnight you know 10 past midnight now I get an email back from his um Manager Isvor Zoviak, I forgot. I'm saying his name wrong, but he manages. Forgot, he manages some indie band now. But he was Kanye's manager at the time. He was like, "Hey, Kanye, forward me your email. Like, when can you talk? You know." And I was like, "Oh, it's past midnight here. You know, can we talk tomorrow?" He's like, "I can talk now." So obviously, I'm calling him at one a.m. I'm like shaking whatever i'm like yeah and i have to like think of something on the spot to like pitch him i'm like so i'm like okay oh, well, so you actually had a facetime or like no a... i was calling yeah kanye's manager is what? What? So and, um, what the fuck? this was what someone kanye how old are like, you at this age sorry 16 yeah 16 wow and, uh, yeah. and then so i get we like i'm like okay i'm pitching this is when he was dropping yeezus so I was like, okay, let's make an app for Yeezus because this is when apps were really popular. Like everyone had an app and I'm like, a part of the Yeezus roll app, we could do an app where, because the Yeezus cover, it was like the sticker on the CD type of thing. And so we're going to do something around that. And they never like were that interested, I guess, you know, like, but just talking to Kanye's manager really opened. Like, I was just like, damn, I can do anything if I put mm. my mind to it. Like, here I am, some dude in country Victoria. I'm 16 years old, and I'm talking to the manager of one of the biggest celebrities in the world right mm. now, you know? Oh, right. So that really inspired me of, like, I can do anything. And then, like, you know, when I wanted to go to America, there was this um, – I got forwarded this article. This guy was in the age. His name was Lockie Groom. And he was, like, talking about how he had this, you know, startup or whatever, and he – um. He got. He was one of the early employees at Stripe, which is a payment processing company. It's worth like two hundred billion now. He was like one of the employee number ten or something. And you know, I reached out to him and I was like, "Dude, I love that." And he helped me get into America. And like, now that guy, he's one of the biggest venture capitalists in the world. Like, he's going to be a billionaire for sure. And just sort of, I got lucky that early on, I got to see these cool opportunities. So it made me think, "Sky's the limit." Because mm. afterwards, I faced. A lot of adversity and like pushbacks and all that thing that I think if I face them immediately before, you know, Kanye West emailing back or this Lockie kid helping or a few other things, like I thought things were going to be a lot easier. So it gave me the courage to do shit. Like, mm. so I got lucky early on. So mm. to be like, okay, anything's possible. Cause then you realize how hard shit is. So yeah, I don't know. That's like, that is lucky. a sick story. Yeah, yeah. What an episode. That was one of my favorites. That was, that was the, one of the one. easiest from a. Oh, I feel like we could go like three more hours. Yeah, honestly. Joe Rogan style. Mm. Yeah. We'll have to get you guys on another because we'll in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like there were so many things that I still wanted to ask or like, yeah. say that we. Well, didn't have you got any shows coming up? Um, nothing. We played one in Newcastle and that was fun, but it was just so fucking young. And that's yeah. the only issue I'd say with like the pubs and the clubs being 18 mm. years old here is like mm. there's such a difference between being 18 and 21. And at 18, you don't realize that. You're like, I'm a fucking adult. Mm. Then yeah. when you get to 21, you're like, there's a difference. Now we're 20. Yeah. 
Seven, I'm like, yo, 18. I don't know if we should be in the same, like, vent. Like, this just feels yeah. different. Yeah, 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 it doesn't feel wrong. How was the um, Fiji crowd? That was, was fun sick as fuck. That was like fire fest, but yeah. not a scam. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, like if, if, so, if you have the money and the privilege to do that, you've got to fucking do it. Yeah. Sick as fuck. I was looking on Fiji, a com the other day for two weeks. It was like 600 bucks for two That's weeks. That's nothing. No, and this yeah, one was at, bad. I don't love the name, but Plantation Island. It was owned yeah. by Dick Smith. And he saw they had a fallen out, so he sold his half or something or other. But yeah, you're on this island that Dick Smith used to own, and like Party Boy Six Nine plays it, and all these other DJs they play it, and I think they play it real cheap just because it's a holiday for yeah. them. Mm. So you get it's yeah. just dope. Dude, yeah, it's it fucking cool. great. The locals are the most beautiful, kind, like the best. like. Bula. Bula, Fiji, we fucking love you. Bula, Bula, Bula. Bula. We need to go. Um, and you're with Benny Goins as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. he's a Dude, top met, fucking yeah. bloke. Yeah, One of the king. best. He um, actually is a top bloke. We just met so many great people out there. Like yeah. so many friends. Like next year, we're like, fuck. Like don't give us anything. Just let us bring the homies. Like, yeah, it was that fucking. It was bloke. so fucking cool. Okay. We need to get to Fiji. That's on the bucket Let's list. Let's do a Nan's Faves Fiji podcast tour. Yeah. Yeah. Tax write off. Yeah. And we'll just interview the locals. We could do that. Honestly, they would love that. They seriously would. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, right well, yeah, we better wrap joke. it up because yeah. we've... we've, we've Zach's getting time. angry. He is. And he's going like to edit this thing down. But Have just a snicker, say, Zach. Come yeah. on. <laughs> just want to say thank you guys so much for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having and us. And you guys are boys. extremely well-spoken. You made our job very easy today. And oh, I think sure. everyone will get a lot from this episode. And I'm going to go back and re-listen to it. Purely out of just how fun it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was nice. It was I nice to sit back. I don't even remember it. Yeah, it was yeah, nice yeah. sitting I back. Blacked out, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. good because the last couple of episodes just been me and Liam, so having you guys on and you oh, guys yeah. just took the steering wheel we and had fucking. Yeah. Daz of the Dream on. True. That was pretty yeah. good. We'll um, do our you know quarterly check ins. We'll get yeah, that. We, should just, we just got too much to talk you about. You guys got to be know? a recurring guest because that was yeah. a lot of fun. And yeah. also, uh, anything you want to plug, just. Fucking go for it. Just the music. I mean, when um, you see X and Ivy on a festival yeah. lineup one day, make an effort to come out and see it because I promise it'll be the yeah. best show you see all weekend. And yeah. your music's actually really, really good, and I actually genuinely enjoy it. Oh, nice. yeah. Is that the music that I played you before? Like, who the fuck is this? This shit has. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, uh, no, that's it. That's <laughs> both. No, no actually, the last song we just released is like doing. It's getting yeah, down. Fisher just it. downloaded it, yeah. supported it. Sorry. Oh, wait, sorry. One last question. Is there fucking like WME Christmas parties where you go and meet like fucking Brad Pitt? They, oh, no, man. they'll do like events where yeah. it's like movie screenings and shit, but here's the thing. Like, we just don't go to them because yeah. it's We're sort c- of that influencer scene, yeah. you know, yeah. where it's yeah. like you're around a bunch of cunts you don't know and. We're not, sure no, we're, not, we're not at the Brad Pitt party. We're yeah. not at the Brad Pitt parties. Nah, but nah. there's like not we're at the lower tier. But one party. day, yeah. Would, yeah exactly. would they like? Would you? Could you get to a point in their like ranks where they have parties? Yeah, like, fucking yeah, you could, I yeah. Think so, yeah, yeah. Um, and honestly, it probably isn't even a part of W of me. It's probably just Brad Pitt's party. You know, yeah. Brad Pitt party. Hollywood tour bus party. Yeah. 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 We need to make the area. fucking London double decker bus thing yeah. happen. Yeah. That's yeah. Needs to happen. Yeah. We're speaking into London existence. Yeah. Right. I'll well, fucking drive the if bus. If you're someone in I England who has the, <laughs> the means to make that happen, then please do it. Give us yes, comments. Um, yeah, thanks so much again, guys. Make sure you go listen to their music and also uh, buy tickets to their shows. Go to their, fe- like, if they're playing a festival, go check them out. Do it. Fuck it. Also, uh, follow the podcast Instagram, Nan's Fave Pod on Instagram. Yeah. And so. rate us five stars because that shit helps. Do it or else bad things will probably happen to you. Bad things will definitely happen. Yeah. Okay, Don't we'll know. see you next week. It'll either be here or elsewhere, but maybe here, maybe elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.